When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this is a show in season three if you didn't know, we included the Dean, Wiggler, and Jazz. Here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail, Dream Dale with all of our friends. The brightest timeline's here to shine the way. Community building is here to stay. Yeah, that's right. It's community building here on Post Show Recaps, talking about community season three, episode 20, digital estate planning. Hello, everybody. I am Josh Wiggler, brought to you in 32 bits by Post Show Recaps, here to play the game alongside me this week. It is somebody who always knows how to mix a strength potion together, Jess Sterling. That's me uh, here just slaying people, drinking potions, winning games. You know, you know how I do. I was so hyped because I was like, oh, yeah, so this is going to be an easy five for Britta this week. She's the only one who knows how to play the game. She makes the strength potion. She's going to save everybody. And then, yeah, it's just a death potion. Of course it is. Of course it is. Like continuing the the trend of Britta, Britta ing everything, Mm -hmm. but in a glorious fashion, right? Like she's intelligent in ways that, like, 
uh, you wouldn't expect. She's straightening a painting and, just, you know, she just reveals secret rooms. Yeah. Britta's still killing it for me. Loving well, Britta. Well, she's doing great. Everybody's doing great on the show. We're doing especially great because we have a very special guest to join us here on Community Building this week. Joining us in the podcasting chairs. And we cannot leave the chairs for more than, what, 30 seconds? 30 seconds or everyone 30 seconds dies. or else we forfeit the podcast long time coming cody patterson come on in thank you guys i'm i'm so excited to be here i want to welcome you all to my competition to battle it out for the rightful heir of post-show recaps oh my god i didn't know the throne was up for grabs oh geez now i'm nervous I'm you should so be i'm nervous. very competitive uh, i know you are i know you are jess honestly i'm gonna get out of my chair for the next 30 seconds uh <laughs> <laughs> frankly take it jess yeah uh, you can you can have it uh cody psyched to to have you on here we've been talking about getting you on community building for a minute now was yep. this an episode you had on your radar as one that you would specifically want to talk about I, I think it was one that was on my list and then when jess said hey uh we're gonna have to bump you a little bit do you want to do this one and i was like yes yeah that's the one i want to do that's yeah. that's uh that's right up my alley uh, yeah. So, Cody, tell the people who you are, what you're all about, where they can find you, all that good stuff before we start pushing in a community building this week. Uh, absolutely. So I am a podcast host over on the podcast AGT Time, where we cover America's Got Talent. Ooh. That's all we cover is the talent show America's Got Talent. Uh, so we just wrapped up season 17. We're going to be going. How many uh, seasons AGT? They, we just finished season 17, so 17. 17 and total. Okay, 17 total. They've yep. had a couple of special, like they've had a like a holiday uh, episode. Then they did like an, uh, an extreme. They've done a couple of champions episodes. So maybe like, I don't know, 20 total things, seasons, if you want to consider that. But mm. what we consider AGT proper, 17 of them every summer. Yeah. Uh, so we're getting ready to go back and uh, continue our rewatch of season four that we started back in the spring. Um, but yeah, that, that's what we do over there. Jay, who, my, my co-host Jay over there. Who among uh, the Greendale seven would be likeliest to win uh, Greendale's <laughs> Got Talent? Uh, I think it's probably going to be either Annie or Abed. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see Abed having one of those like very out of the box, interesting acts that people yes. are fascinated by for sure. Yeah. yeah. So Jess, would Abed be one that would swallow things and then regurgitate them? Yeah, I could yeah. see him doing that. I I could see him also doing something very creative like that, that sand artist yes. a while back, something yes. like that. Yep. Shirley would be a really good singer. I think yep. she's in the running for sure. Are we like completely just, is it because like, I don't know, he's Childish Gambino. Are we just overlooking Troy completely? Well, that's, that's Donald Glover. Yeah, so but like, doesn't some of that translate to Troy every now and then? Or the Christmas one, I guess. Yeah. Yes, Troy, Troy'd be in the running. Pierce would be the one that would like go out and immediately get X'd and then be like kicked off. Yeah, he would be on for. Uh, do you get like how much time do you get before they just decide to throw you off the stage? Is there like uh, a limit? No, there's no limit. I mean, it's it's some it's happened almost immediately. Sometimes they let them go through almost a full set. They get about three minutes to audition, so anywhere within that time range, you can get 
between your one and four X's. You hit, okay. you hit four X's, you're done. With, you're done for the show. Yeah. Uh, try listening to this podcast on four X, and you could win <laughs> Greendale's oh, Got gosh, Talent. Don't do that. I don't think. do that. We'd love to hear the report back on how <laughs> that ends up going. Um, so we're talking about digital estate planning. We are barreling towards the end of season three. This episode is one that I had seen before during our pre-community building season, our season zero, our test piloting of, is this going to be a thing that we're going to do? Uh, so I've seen this one. I'm to understand, Jess, it is a slightly controversial episode, or is it like widely beloved? I would say it's mostly widely beloved. Uh-huh. Um, I think a lot of questions come into play as to like, its location in the season because it seems to fall in like this really weird place where it kind of takes you out of the overall story arc right like okay they've been expelled um they're trying to figure out what chang has been doing in the whole doppeldiener situation um but we're completely sidestepping that main storyline to go through this um and so i guess some people question like why is it placed here yeah i know some people question like are we supposed to enjoy pierce again some people like tend to have a problem with that Uh um i don't know i really love this episode i think like it fits right in with a lot of the season two genre based episodes um I really, really love it. So I don't necessarily understand some of the criticism okay, sure. towards it. Yeah. But um, uh, but no, I wouldn't say it's like controversial. I sure. just think some people aren't a four. Some people are more like a 3.5. So people still like it, just not as much as I thought they did. Cody, talk me through your feelings on digital estate planning. Not really the practice so much as the episode. So this is, a, I feel, a really good executed episode. It brings all of the... Uh, brings all the characters together they have to co-op and uh work together in order to accomplish something i feel that they all really stepped up during this episode uh i i I really really enjoyed it i like the 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 8-bit i like the creativity you know i'm really a sucker for a uh, show where they step outside of their norm you like this episode or like abed's christmas they do something completely different that's just something i really really enjoy sure yeah i think I enjoyed this episode more the first time than I did the second time. So I'll be that guy who says that. Not that I didn't enjoy this. There was so much in here that I really definitely enjoyed. Mm -hmm. But I think this one actually played better for me when it was unstuck in time. Uh, When it wasn't, you know, tethered to the story of Community. Because it does feel like we're in an arc right now. Everybody's been expelled. They're out of school. Uh, And now all of a sudden, like, the stakes of that, especially as they've just left and, like, the dean's been kidnapped. We got to go save the dean. Suddenly, we're dealing with Pierce's dead dad again. And, like, uh, there's a video game to play in order to win his money. Just feels, like, really oddly placed and i i don't know if you can tell me if there's like is there a post-production reason why yeah, so here? let me give you a little bit of background here i'm gonna read some feedback we got from eric divestein just because it really does touch on this um he says it's difficult for him to not look at this episode through the lens of how it first aired so after season three went on a mid-season hiatus it, like the show looked like it was going to be canceled yet again very common story for community um and then it returned as an afterthought and so they get to the end of the season and nbc decided to air these final three episodes all on the same night to kind of 
get it over with right okay um and he says it was a sad time it looked like this would be the end of the series however i remember on that night as the best night of community in my life three new episodes at once that had never happened before and they kick it off with this surprising wild concept episode that was absolutely hilarious i have so much love and nostalgia for what seemed like a last hurrah for this special show so it's interesting because um the the final two episodes the first Qing dynasty and introduction to finality those two they pair really, together right they pair well together um whereas digital estate planning certainly is the outlier in those three it doesn't really connect to the main story it's a like like eric talks about a concept episode um so it's interesting that they all aired simultaneously like on the same night or not simultaneously you know back to back on the same night um NBC because it does given feel up they just dumped it basically yeah okay. And I think probably some of that speaks to the behind the scenes issues, which I know we we originally did talk about on the patron only podcast, but we'll reiterate here like there'd been tension between Dan Harmon and Chevy Chase, a lot of onset tension and fighting and Chevy Chase also like uh, from the cast had issues like interacting with the whole cast. And so uh, a particular moment in this episode caused a huge fight between Dan Harmon and Chevy Chase, which eventually Ooh, this one. In this episode, yeah. Um, and we'll get to it because it's the very, very end of the episode. But it basically resulted in eventually Dan Harmon's dismissal from the show. He was not involved in season four at all. Kind of, you know, uh, starting at this, like a catalyst was this episode. Basically, Got it. Interesting. Cody, mm-hmm. were you watching Community Live as it was airing or is this a show you've gone back to? Uh, well, I mean, I have revisited now, but it, it, yeah, it's a show that I did watch. I watched the first three seasons as they were on. I think I did not watch four and five when it aired but i did i think revisit it during streaming and then i did watch the the final season on yahoo stream yahoo yeah (laughs) Yeah, so yeah yeah um well that's interesting that the three of these played in a single night so that's like an hour and a half block of tv i guess that uh if if you were there in like the stakes of the moment i can really i could really get on board with with that that being said, I do think for me, just on the week to week and and having like the time in between episodes and where this is, it feels like, you know, you know how I was with Down the Hatch. If you listen to Down the Hatch, yeah. I felt like there was a better order to certain things, which is an arrogant position to have. Uh, but I would maybe like chop digital estate planning out of this moment and put it somewhere yeah. else. I would, too. I think I would actually put it um to right before the the doppeldiener situation yeah, happens yes, yeah. and that's i think you can lift this one up like even digital it. estate planning sounds like a class right you know so like it has like the the episode title structure that so much yeah. of the rest of the show has when they're in school so yeah i don't know uh i think uh i think that that's my big issue it just kind of took me out of some momentum as its own entity, I thought the episode was super, super fun. I love the gimmick. I love the the idea of uh, just like watching them all play as video game characters. Everyone looks ridiculous, and I love how they all complain about it. So yeah. I was like, who decided on these body types? You know, it's very good stuff. Very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I right, think well, that it's a it's a great concept episode. It's a yes. and for me, that's why it doesn't. Again, like Josh, like very much like you say a lot on Down the Hatch. It like for me, this is a vibes episode. Sure, totally, and like. Um, I, even if it does have faults and it certainly does a lot of community episodes do um, I, I forgive those faults because I love it so much that like for me in a spoiler alert like full four for me I just I love this episode so much that even though there are like 
nits I could pick. Um, I just feel like it's it's worthy of the four regardless. Shall we pick the nits of Community Season 3, Episode 20, Digital Estate Planning, which aired, I guess, as the first of three episodes on May 17th. 2012 if i had known that maybe we would have done all three today we would have just barreled <laughs> through them a lot yeah yeah should we just call an audible and put a pin in this and just go and watch them all and just come back here? no i don't have time for that no one neither do i i got all evening i got all evening so uh written by dan Harmon and matt warburton uh directed by adam davidson matt 17 uh may 17 2020 uh 2012 and we begin in this warehouse where everyone has been summoned, or I guess Pierce has been summoned, and he is uh, bringing his seven closest friends, but he only has the six. Yeah, LeVar uh, Burton was a maybe. Yeah, LeVar Burton was thinking about it, but he couldn't <laughs> make it. Uh, Gilbert's already there. Uh, and again, like, we get right off the bat this, like, tension where Pierce is like, oh, even for my father's uh, grave, he's got you by the short and curly salt and pepperies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I- Gilbert Giancarlo Esposito, yeah. uh, Gus Spring of the Breaking Bad Better Call Saul universe. Jess, I know you're a Better Call Saul person. Cody, are you a Better Call Saul at all? Uh, absolutely. I watched Breaking Bad when it was on. I watched all of the Better Call Saul. I uh, know him from Sidney Glass on Once Upon a Time. Uh, also, he is the villain in one of my favorite games, Far Cry 6. Ooh, okay. Uh, also, ironically, uh, 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 Michael Mando yes. was the villain in Far Cry 3. This I knew, yeah, because yeah, I know that people love him from that game. Yeah, uh, yes. and like I, I remember some interviews with him relatively recently of like, what about your Far Cry character versus Nacho Varga? Who'd win in a fight? And Michael Mann was always like, I love Nacho, but come yeah. on, yeah. yeah, yeah, wouldn't be fair, wouldn't be fair. <laughs> uh, never did the Far Cry. Would like to do the Far Cry someday. Um, so uh, the erstwhile Gus Fring, he's Gilbert now, and he mm-hmm. was Pierce's dad's assistant uh, for a very long time. Right, and he thirty has years. One final task for the squad. Yeah, and he says, "Listen, your father left you something. It's more of an activity." Uh, so we find out Pierce had asked his father to invest in video games back in 1979, and his father spent thirty years developing a video game for Pierce. So everybody sits down, a photograph is taken of them, and an avatar is made in their likeness, which Troy gets a, a wonderful joke. Avatar is so trendy right now. Yeah. Um, can't stop why. talking about Avatar. Are you both <laughs> going to go back to Pandora when Avatar 2 hits theaters in December of 2022? Uh, I, I may visit Pandora once it's on a streaming service. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think I'm going to go see it. I feel like you it's gotta, a cultural moment. You yes. know, the only yeah. thing I'm a little bit nervous, I'm like, I'm going to have to take a bathroom break. Like, it's a long, it's going to be long, right? It's gonna be Isn't like there a website that's like, this is where you take your bathroom breaks? Yep. There uh, is. There's an app that does that, tells you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to do that. Yeah, do that. Um, But uh, but yeah, so uh, he spent 30 years developing this video game. Everybody sits down. They get a nice photo taken of them. And then we get the 8-bit version of the theme song. I which, like this. This is fun. Yes. I love when they change the theme song up and do like fun things with it. It just adds that extra bit of like flavor Mm -hmm. on the show. And I, I loved this. I thought it was wonderful. Eight bits of flavor this time. Yeah. I'm I'm watching the show psych and they do that as well. Cause they'll do references of pop culture. So they'll do their theme song in, in various formats as well. I think it's a lot of fun. It's like that extra step, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, so they all arrive in like the the eight bit study room together. Shirley's of course upset at how they're she all looks. now video game characters. Which <laughs> I mean, one other thing that I guess is kind of weird to me is like it feels a little arbitrary. Like, would Pierce's dad really be the guy who's like I've spent all of this time designing a video game? He didn't really seem like the guy who. This is a fairly complicated video game. I just imagined that he kind of had his people working on it, and like he would give like, oh, make sure you have this, make sure you add that, and Pierce they would Hawthorne come back to is so out of touch and i have to imagine the apple doesn't fall far from the tree and so what i'm supposed to believe that pierce hawthorne's dad would be a big super (laughs) genius video game man i don't know i don't know that's why this is an eight bit it's not you know they spent more time on like the back end and all the in-depth stuff and not on the graphics yeah. No, they yeah. didn't, but yeah. it's like one of those uh one of those like Super Nintendo looking games that's actually made for the Nintendo Switch. You know, like there's yeah. a it's complexity. Like Stardew Valley complexity there's a complexity levels. to the gameplay yeah. yep. that like, you know, only comes from somebody who like Wait, you know has a real uh, know-how like, of the art form. Cornelius is so rich. Like he could hire anybody to work on this. And 30 years, you're gonna spend 30 years on something, it's bound to be super complicated. Well, also then I had for thirty years could have done better. Yeah, than yeah. It's like they it's like they started with the graphics back in the eighties and then yes. built everything exactly. else. Exactly. At it. least they got the boing noises, right? You yes. know, I love yes. the boing noises. Um. So Britta asks who everyone is because I'm not racist. Um. They figure out how to jump. Abed finds a door, and so they walk out, and there's a a quote unquote hippie yelling peace and love, and then he starts saying sex and drugs, and then attacks Annie. Mm-hmm. Uh. Jeff tries to kill the hippie, but accidentally kills Annie, and then they all end up killing Jeff. Yeah, Here's- but they're all like, we got to watch the hippie kill Jeff. We need to learn its uh its movement patterns. We got to study it. <laughs> Jeff does uh, not like that. No, he's pissed off about this. And Pierce, meanwhile, is still stuck in the corner moving left because he doesn't understand you have to move your joystick to the right to move right on the screen. Uh, it doesn't make sense to him. No. no uh, so they walk back in and uh, Troy, Shirley, and Abed have all killed the hippies. Uh, Gilbert joins them and we see him just like annihilate this hippie like instantaneously. Cody, do we think that Gilbert has done nothing but like study this game for the past 30 years? Has he been waiting for this moment his yeah. entire life? Yeah, I think he was actually one of the developers as well. He said he had he hit his developers away and they sent him back to China, but I think that he was one of them yes. and he designed it. But yes, he's he knows all the codes, he knows all the hidden secrets. He he was definitely involved in this. He's in the he's in the he's, matrix. He's, he's in the matrix. In. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the one. He's the one. Uh yeah, so he so kills they're... he kills the the hippie uh, and we we hear a little bit more about the concept of the game. Yeah, this is Hawkthorn. Uh, so in 1980, uh, like Pierce had said, video games were the future. Um, but today, moist towelettes are stocked in every supermarket. Arcade after arcade closes. And so his dad said, only one person can win. So the first person to reach the throne wins Pierce's inheritance. And then he says, worst son ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he might not be wrong. Um, no video game industry by the way is like a booming booming yeah. booming business yeah so, and i think know. and i think the arcade is making a comeback in a different form but the mm-hmm. arcade itself is making a comeback yeah like the i went digital to an arcade, arcade this yeah. year yeah yeah they're and they're honestly they're much better than they used to be because you don't have to worry about pesky tickets you don't have to worry about pesky yep. tokens you just get a little card you do a little swipey swipey and you play some games it's great yeah remember when you had to have the right amount of coins and you're like hey, my pocket is so full 
Yes. And you always had to carry the tickets around. And like, what if someone stole your tickets? Mm -hmm. That's not good. Yeah. There's a lot going on back in the day. There is something to say about putting the quarter up on the machine to say, hey, I'm up next. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a move or was a move. I don't think that that's really (laughs) a thing you can do anywhere anymore. We were just like, step aside, Junior. You put a coin down. I'm up next. No, you just awkwardly stand behind them until they're done. Yeah. (laughs) Very passive aggressive nowadays. Yes. Um, so Pierce tries to fight everyone, um, because he's, uh, he's thinking they're going to try to steal his inheritance, but instead he's digging a hole Mm -hmm. and they're all like, we're not going to fight you, Pierce. There's not a lot of sport in beating you. Look at you right now. Yeah. Uh, Uh, and this is when Gilbert comes and he's like, you're not supposed to cooperate. You're supposed to compete. And he starts he makes throwing knives yeah, and he, he starts shooting them all. You see him like menuing really hard. He's got like his heads up display going <laughs> and he has like all of these weapons he's creating on the fly or pulling on the fly. He just has the moves. He's like going to speed run this thing. Yeah, He's definitely got all his hotkeys set up. Uh-huh, his stripping yeah. All mm-hmm. set up. Yep. Yeah. He's ready to go. Uh, so he, he gets everybody, uh, he gets everybody killed. He closes the hole Pierce is in. This game has such an intelligent design that it knows how like their characters need to breathe yeah, in you order run to, to live and that you could like be trapped underground and that will destroy your air supply. Again, it's very sophisticated stuff. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And, I'd like to uh, play this game. So everyone's dead Uh, outside of the game. Jeff is like, we're not going to let you screw Pierce over. But Gilbert says, if you get out of the chair, the weight sensors are going to recognize it as a forfeit in 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so they finally get back to where Gilbert left off. And he left a note for them in the game. Uh, After you've squandered the last of your savings, I'll watch you writhe penniless in the gutter through a telescope in the penthouse office of Hawthorne Tower. Wow, Uh, so psychotic. Yeah. Pierce tries to close himself in a hole. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to end it. This isn't worth it. Yeah, and Britta's uh, like, don't worry, we outnumber him. We're fighting for friendship. And again, an elite Britta moment is when she tries to great. give Pierce a hug and she kills him. Yeah. Oops, <laughs> I guess there isn't a hug button. Yeah. This is classic Britta Cody, where like she would think that there's a hug button in this game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's 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 a, it's, it's almost like she she thinks that she's doing something nice, but it, it totally backfired. She she totally Britta even in the video game. Even yeah. In the virtual world. I will say I did play a video yeah. game recently where there was a hug button. So which this game is, was this? Um, it was called Spirit Fairer. It's on Nintendo Switch. Um, only play this game if you are like prepared to feel some emotions because it's like a very very uh intense game for emotion like you're gonna feel a lot of sadness but it's mm. really really good and you have a little cat that follows you around you can give him a little hug Aww. um and you can give all your little spirits that you're pharaohing hugs too it's very very cute i highly recommend this game okay good good rec. um i actually completed it which i i can't say for a lot of games i lose interest um but i did complete the game the game that uh, i played to completion recently was called inside which is another side scrolling video game that you could play on the nintendo switch you should also be prepared to feel feelings when you play that one you do not hug people <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Did they have to start back at the beginning all the time? You do not hug people. The scary, terrifying, rabid dogs, they hug you. Oh, no. It is horrifying. That sounds terrible. It is horrifying. The scary, dark, incendiary mermen, they hug you as well. Ooh. It's a scary game. The lightning bolts on the bridge. Oh, God, the bridge. Very good game. Really, really great game. Uh, shout out to Antonio for recommending it. And Stuart also got me on uh, the the track for this game. Very good awesome. game. Inside. I think I'm late to it. I think it's been out for like two or yeah, three Yeah, I've heard of that game. It's yeah, very good. Very, very good. Very, very good. 
Um, so everybody's trying to keep Pierce safe. They all arrive at town and they run into Hilda. Um, and Abed immediately starts talking to her and she, she knows just like everything. He's so intrigued. Uh, she says the throne is in castle Hawkthorn north of here. You can unlock the castle with the white crystal of discipline, which you must free from the black caverns. Yeah. And Shirley's like, I am recognizing a theme here. Yeah. Uh, unsurprisingly enough. Yeah, so they split the party. Uh, always a wise decision. Yeah. Uh, and so everybody's going to go off and do a couple of different things. Abed is going to stay with Hilda, uh, right? Because they're yes. going to begin to develop their relationship with one another. Um, Annie and Shirley will go to the blacksmith where they don't have enough money to buy anything cool. <laughs> so Annie takes a torch, but she's being a thief, thief. And then she, she doesn't she doesn't realize, Cody, that like if you pick something up, the blacksmith is going to call you a thief. And then she's like, OK, I'll put it down. But she throws it she at throws him. Throws it. Yeah, it's, sets it's him a, on fire. It's amazing. The button combinations that they're able to figure out in order to how to do these things. It's uh, totally intricate. Yeah. Also, this is among the least uh, video gamey moments in the episode, I think, because if this were more uh, accurate to a real video game, the blacksmith wouldn't give a crap if you just took stuff right. from the store yeah. no. because yeah. no one in these games you can. In like the ocarina of time, you just go all through the village in the first level, and you just stay open up all the pots and you throw them around. You like you're breaking shit in people's homes, and then you talk to them. They're yeah. like, "Hey, what's up, Link?" You know, like yeah. nothing happened. Uh, you know, yeah, they don't care. They don't but care. It, but it leave it to Annie to be the one to burn the blacksmith and then immediately grab an axe and kill him. And she's like, "He was suffering. He was suffering." Yeah. I and, do and, think that was kind. How many of us are always trying to attack the NPCs? Any chance that we get? Yes. Yeah. 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 We all do yeah. it. I thought you were gonna say, "Who among us hasn't executed the blacksmith?" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> While he was on fire. He was suffering. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, Pierce and Troy they go to a casino. They're gonna learn to play poker. I just love Troy's just con constantly jumping up and down, which is exactly yes. the way to play I, it. I do that all the time. Yes. Yeah. 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 The fastest way to get from A to B is what mm -hmm. I want to do. Yeah. Uh, Britta and Jeff go in a building, and Britta's like, "Oh, how do I straighten this painting?" And Jeff accuses like, her of playing like a girl. Playing like a girl. Here's the thing about women, Jeff. We don't hack and slash our way through life because we are one with life. <laughs> Such a Britta statement. So just as she fixes the she fixes the painting and it opens a secret door. Um, meanwhile, Annie's trying to hide the body of the blacksmith, and she's like, "This is what happens in video games, Shirley." So the blacksmith's wife comes downstairs, and Shirley, no hesitation, kills her. No yeah. witnesses. Yeah. Grab everything you can. I'll check upstairs for any more family. Don't give me that look. These are your loose ends. I'm just tying them up. Yeah, Shirley didn't cause this problem, Cody, but she's sure as hell gonna fix it. She's gonna yeah. finish this thing. Yeah, that's right. She's the cleaner. She's the, uh, mm -hmm. the uh, yeah. Yeah. I love yeah, Shirley up, here. Yeah. One of my favorite combos is Annie and Shirley, and it does not disappoint in this episode. I think no. like they're they're uh, you know, when we split the party, they're my two to watch. They're the funniest combo. Um, just because Cody, I think it's I think it's mainly because Annie and Shirley are the two like least likely to have played any video games. Yeah. And so it feels like they would cause the most chaos when they do. Yeah, they're just so <clears throat> so random. I mean, I I wouldn't I, I mean I would guess hardly any of the group has played Abed's probably most likely Troy's probably played video games. I'd say Jeff has never picked played a video game. Uh, video games right. were losers. That's yeah. right. I feel That's like right. the only game Jeff, yeah. Jeff feels like he would maybe participate in like a sports type game. Yeah, I was going to say he, that. He, played, or like, he would definitely play Madden. He would yeah. do like a, like a dance dance revolution. If it meant <laughs> he had a chance with a hot girl, you know, like he would dance at the arcade. Yeah, is, would he a, he would he be a, like a guitar hero? Would he play the guitar? 
Yeah, if it was at the arcade, I think. Yeah, I, think I could would, see him yeah. maybe doing that. Maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, and so then we have uh, Pierce and Troy come outside. They've lost all their clothes in poker. Um, and uh, we find out that Abed has developed a closeness with Hilda. It's like she's only she only has three moves that you can activate with basic patterns of stimulus. I've never felt this way before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we find out that she's the blacksmith's daughter, just as Shirley and Andy come out and they're like, we bought things. We have everything we need. And the whole building catches on fire. Brutal. Just brutal. Yeah, it's it's amazing that we see them carrying everything out where typically in a game, like all that stuff would go in like one little satchel. Yeah, like yeah. you would have it like it like uh, absorbed into your body. Yes. Yeah. 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 Listen, it's not like I you know, it's not completely accurate to video games, of course, because they have to they have to like they're making a TV like, show. Yeah, they're making a TV show. You gotta yeah. go with the mainstream audience that has no idea what's going on, right? Yeah. Uh, so Britta starts making potions. She's just like throwing things in the cauldron. She's just like, I assume it's some kind of strength potion. Jeff's like, it's probably poison. Um, and he says, this place is 20 cat turds and a Pixies poster away from being your apartment. Oh, wow. So brutal. 20 cat turds is such a specific number. I mean, I feel like Britta would have had 20 cats in her lifetime, but like not all at once. 20 turds at once? I don't know. Yeah. A lot of turd. <laughs> I, I had to go look up Pixies posters because I didn't remember this at all. And I, I looked it up and I still didn't. Yeah. I still didn't get it. Is it the Pixies band? Is the band. Yeah. Oh, okay. That like she would be a fan of the Pixies. I don't okay. know why we're dissing the Pixies. Because everybody it's loves Where Is My Mind. Even if you don't know that you love it, you do. You've heard but it in so many it's things. Jeff, you yeah, know, he's, he's a hater. He only likes like very mainstream, like oh, I just like men who play guitar, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> That is exactly what he would say. <laughs> he likes <laughs> I just he, like men who play guitar. That's exactly what he sounds like. <laughs> Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So, Hilda, they go back outside. Hilda yeah. is crying. Uh, and Abed's like, Hilda's parents lived there. Now she has no family. She'll be forced to marry a male villager or take her chances in the wilderness. Oh, my God. So dark. Wow. <laughs> uh, before anyone has a chance to do anything about it, Gilbert just shows up and wrecks everybody. Uh He's uh, gained enough levels to shoot lightning out of his hands. Uh, yeah. Britta's going to use the strength potion to Hulk out, but it is poison uh, and she dies. Uh, but then Gilbert drinks it and he dies. Uh, and so uh, Jeff is like, hooray, we bet our lives on Britta and we won. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, because Jeff is just like, oh, Britta, drink that strength potion. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's great. It's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Uh, we see Gilbert, uh, he's fr- very frustrated. So we see him do some behind the scenes, like coding stuff. I don't know exactly what he's doing, but this is why Cody, like he yes. is like, yeah, he's a programmer. Yeah. For sure. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He knows all the codes. He knows all the scripts. He's, and, and my, my question is why didn't he just do this from the beginning? Cause like... maybe he thought he could beat them fair and square. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he like if you're friends with Pierce, then you're probably terrible at life. And so I don't have to worry too hard about you. Um, But after a certain point, I think, yeah, he must realize, okay, I got to. I gotta, gotta turn get, on the cheat codes. Gotta no, get the cheat codes. That's right. Gotta, no yeah, this risk. is like when you're playing the... Sims and you're just like, okay, yeah. gotta do like motherload, 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 like <laughs> yeah. give myself all yeah. sorts of money. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta, gotta turn on the Konami code, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. 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 Uh, so yeah, so um, they're they're heading to the Black Caves. Abed's going to stay with Hilda, help her rebuild her life. Uh, so they go up to the village forest through the village, the Valley of Laziness, which again, a lot of like racist stuff happening here. Yes. Of course, there's like a lot of tacos everywhere. Then there's Gay Island. Uh, then there's like a wheelchair that's a fairy. Um, and then they get to the Black Caverns, killing a bunch of turkeys. They get yeah. the white crystal. And Pierce is like, I've earned it by having friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Gilbert shows up. He wants yeah. the he wants the crystal now, uh, and yeah. he has all of the cheats, and he uses all the cheats to kill everybody, basically. Yeah, and Jeff's very upset by this. He says, "You're cheating," which I have no problem with, but you're getting caught, and that's yeah, not cool. That you're getting caught. That's what's not cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, Cody, we know Jeff's a cheater by trade, yes. right? Right. I mean, he's 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 done all kinds of stuff. I mean, I. You're, you're, I'm not going to remember a lot of the stuff that he's done. But yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. <laughs> I mean, he said he was a lawyer for how long? Yeah, yeah that's true. You know? I, I got to pull up my cheat codes, look up. Yeah, you'd have to menu pretty hard to yeah, like find the full Jeff's, inventory yeah. of uh, cheats yeah. on Jeff's part. Uh, but this is where we learn uh, that Gilbert is also uh, that Gilbert is Pier- this is the Darth Vader moment. Like, I am your half brother. Yeah. Uh, and so Pierce's nanny had a hot cousin who is Gilbert's mom. <laughs> and you think is... at first it's going to be his nanny. It's like, do you remember your nanny? Well, she had a hot cousin. <laughs> yeah. 
It's great. Uh, yeah, and he says, I'm more your father's son than you ever were, so shut up and play the game. Yeah. Uh, so they all have to return to the game, obviously, within 30 seconds so they don't forfeit. So they do. Uh, and Jeff says, and so Jeff, of course, stands on the, the table, the digital table, and says, we're better at this game now. Winger we're speech. all heroes. Yeah, digital winger speech. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, they immediately die. get killed by hippies. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Because they really are not that good at this game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Gilbert puts the crystal in its place and goes into the castle. And as the, as the, uh, the study group is going through the forest, they notice all the trees are cut down. And in the town where Hilda used to live is this massive castle made of gold. Uh, turns out Abed has had lots of babies with Hilda. She can make babies for him. And Trina says, Oh, and I can't. I can't. <laughs> Um, and all his babies say, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. He has like figured out how to like, he has access to the, the behind the scenes. He's backstage. Yeah. He knows how to make the game within the game now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, no surprise that Abed has done this. This will be reflected in my scores that Abed ultimately is the best at the game. So I don't know about America's got talent, Cody. Uh, but as far as, uh, as what's it called? Hawthorne. Yeah. Hawthorne's got talent and the winner is Abed. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely, he definitely knows how to, he's probably played the Sims a few times. He's yeah. got the fertility achievement turned on. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he has all these babies that can help him. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, whatever you want, you know, whatever you wish. Yeah, we can uh, make anything. We can make anything. Yeah. So Gilbert makes it to the throne. Uh, his father recognizes him as Gilbert. And basically, in order to get the inheritance from Cornelius, um, he's going to have to sign something that says, I'm not your father. And he has to agree to it. And Gilbert says, no. Um, he's not he's not willing to do that. Um, and this is when he runs into all the little baby Abeds. Uh, and we hear the fa- uh, their father say, I see you've chosen teamwork, a coward's strategy. I will upgrade your challenge accordingly. I bequeath my fortunes to no inferiors. Uh, and he turns into like this giant rock monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's okay because Abed has, you know, he has all his babies to make all his toys for him. And uh, they we have, we have like baby Abeds are getting shot onto the rock monster and like destroying it with pickaxes. Uh, we get the like Troy and Abed shooting lava, mm-hmm. uh, which is a fun moment. And Cody, we get a call back with uh, with Pierce saying, look at me now, dad. Yeah, it's like he's just going all nuclear on everything. Like we're just tearing this thing down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So they get him into position, and uh, the the Cornelius has uh, has given them the right to to add, you've earned the pleasure of my death. I think is the line. Uh, and Gilbert doesn't feel like he's the one who can do it, but when he looks up in reality, all of the Greendale Seven are, have forfeited the game. They've gotten out of their chairs. Uh, Pierce says, "You were more his son than me." Uh, you took all his crap and you didn't even get to take his name. Uh, you've been playing this game your whole life. It's time for your reward, brother. Get in there and kill our dad. And then he gives him a gun. <laughs> yeah. And Annie's like, do you have that on you all the time? And I think he says, not when I shower. Not when um, I shower. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only time so he Pierce doesn't has have had a gun him. on him this entire show is what I'm to take. Apparently. Did he put um, it in his cast? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was definitely in in there. Yeah. Um, But they're like, yeah, you don't understand how video games work. Um, But Gilbert in the game kicks Cornelius in the face and sits on the throne. uh, And he he thanks them all in real life. So he's won the game. Uh, He says, you know what? Family makes you a little crazy. And this is when I don't. Okay. Am I dumb, Josh? How? What is this joke? 
where Troy says, I understand. I have an uncle who makes his own pizza. Uh, I don't know that I got this. Okay. I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> I don't get it. Is it like, are you not supposed to make your own pizza? Family makes you crazy. I have an uncle who makes his own pizza. Does he make the, like the Chef Boyardee pizzas? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I have an uncle who makes his You're Googling own this pizza. joke. <laughs> <Is> this... <laughs> you think it's going to help? Yeah, could someone ex- okay? This was posted on Reddit. Could someone explain <gasps> this uh, joke? Someone on Reddit had the same question as me. Look at that. Uh, uh, apparently, the joke is that it's not that weird. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, that's what I thought. All right, yeah, it really that isn't sense. that crazy, but it's not worth explaining to uh, to Troy because it's really minor. Thank you, Blue Shirt Twenty One on Reddit for the hey, answer. Blue Shirt. Yes. Uh, so Gilbert says, let's go, let's go to a bar. They have this specialty margarita. It's served in a glass an entire yard long. Gross. How do you clean that? Uh, with a yardstick. Yeah. A a very large sprayer. (laughs) Yeah. You're not getting in all the crevices. You're not getting in all the nooks and crannies. There's gunk buildup. Probably. There's not that many crevices. It's just a glass that's uh, tall and just a it's just a yard tall. Got to be. Yeah. Oh, it's a yard tall, but it's, it's. I thought it was long, so like you can have multiple people drinking out of no, it. No, 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 no. It's it's. You've not seen the uh, yard of margarita. Yeah. It's basically just one tall glass of margarita that's just a yard tall. Yeah. I don't ever see these gimmicky this drinks. Is very spring break. You yes. Know? Yes, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. I guess I did. I don't think I did spring break. You know. Yeah. Me neither. I but I saw movies about it. It's fair. Me too. <laughs> Not including that... Spring Breakers, apparently, though. <laughs> I didn't see that one. I've like experienced the like fishbowl. You know, I've had yep. that. There's like mm. the boot, obviously. I've never had yep. a yard long drink. Das though. boot. Yeah. Um, yeah, Das boot. Um, Pierce is so excited to have a brother. They like do a little cute hug and they walk out together. Pierce asks him something that's super racist, as always. Yep. Uh Abed runs back in. He pretends to be like tying his shoe. And he uses a flash drive to copy over Hilda. He says, I told you I'd come back for you. I told you I'd come back for you. Uh, do we ever see Hilda again or no? No. That's nope. it? Um, and then we get to the end scene. So I'm going to tell you what the actual end credit scene was. And then I'm going to tell you what it should have been. And you tell me what you like more. Okay, wait. So the end tag you're saying. Yes. Okay. End I tag, think yeah. I'm, so, I, th- again, deja vu where I'm sure we went over this in we season did. zero. But I, I have no memory of it. Yes. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, so... In this, in the one that aired, uh, Troy and Abed find a baby in the study room. They talk about like Abed getting a, a sh- double shifts to take care of the baby. And Troy says, Oh, I see. Well, you're off climbing the ladder at Beans and More. I'll stay home and raise him alone. That's fine. I'll just give up on my dreams. And then he starts crying. He says, He needs to learn a strong man can cry. Uh, and then the mom is under the table getting a toy and she takes the baby away. And we do hear like a very faint, like, cool, cool, cool from mm. the baby. That's fine. I mean, if it's, listen. This is the streets ahead, streets behind. There's one choice. You, you can make one of two choices. If there was a middle option this week, I would take it. Uh, I think it is by default. It is ahead because it's not like horrible or anything, but like eh, a little miss me with this. Is, one, I think. is it just streets? I think it's just a street. No, there's no just street. It's either yeah. ahead or behind. I I I'm know. coming on and I'm introducing a new category. No, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I do think it's just a street, but it's also just ahead. It's no, just ahead. I'm in the same. Uh, I think without the tiny detail of the baby saying cool, cool, cool. I honestly think I might go behind. I'm but- going to go behind, actually. You know what? <laughs> I haven't given a street behind in a really long time. And I think just even like, you know, if I could go like makes me feel like ah, I'm behind on this troy and abed in the end tags they do better than this this is fine this is fine um now what was this supposed to be okay so 
originally what was supposed to happen is that Abed finds Pierce with the thumb drive and he adjusts the code um, and he puts the thumb drive into a laptop for Pierce and Pierce is like, it's Pierce's avatar. And he's basically playing catch like baseball catch with the giant head of his father. And every time he throws it um, to his father, he gets a bunch of points and, um, and his dad says, good job, son. Um, and Pierce does this a few times and then he leans over and he hugs Abed. And that's the end of the story. Basically, what ended up happening was Chevy Chase decided he was just done for the day. He did not want to film this scene for whatever reason. I don't know if it was he didn't like the scene or he just was tired and wanted to go home, but he refused to film it. They were breaking down the set. That was like their final day of shooting. And so they couldn't get the scene filmed. Dan Harmon was reportedly like super pissed about this because he felt like it was integral to the story they were trying to tell. Um, and so it caused a whole bunch of like a fallout between the two of them. They had a big fight, um, after I think like a, some kind of party, um, there was like this massive fight between the two of them. Like physical. I don't think, I think it was more like an altercation, not necessarily like a physical fight. Um, but yeah, so, uh, basically it was like uh, Dan Harmer got really upset about this and you know what? Like I, I don't blame him. I think the original ending is so much better than what we get here. I think, it speaks on Pierce's relationship with his father and why he is the way he is not saying we need to necessarily sympathize with him or, you know, uh, you know, empathize with him. But at the same time, I think it really speaks to that relationship and is such a great, and it also makes sense as to why Abed takes the flash drive besides wanting Hilda. Yeah. Cody, do you think this would have been a better way to end this episode? Yeah, I think that would have been a lot of fun to watch. It reminds me a lot of like the, uh, you know, in Toy Story 2 where Zerg and and Buzz were playing together as father and son. Spoiler alert there uh, if you haven't seen that or uh, Lightyear. But anyway, it kind of just reminded me of that. But yeah, this sounds like it would be a lot of fun. It would tie into the story. We'd get kind of some follow up of the flash drive. I, w- I want to see more of what happened with the flash drive. Yeah. Um, what I would add, though, is like. You can't just bring like a laptop to the study group room and then like refilm the scene there. Like I know you're dismantling the set. Yeah. Couldn't you shoot this on one of the sets you're not gonna dismantle? I don't know. There's part of me that's like they're like not that like, you know, Chevy Chase, like I'm not out here to like super defend Chevy Chase, but also like the rigidity of like this needs to be done on this set. Like if it's not gonna work out, you know, here, there's like probably another path to go. Uh, Certainly I, I don't know a ton about like TV sets and everything i know they have a pretty rigid are we going to be in the study room at all for the rest of the season for sure yeah and like in like a fairly normal capacity will we see the study room like it doesn't have to be like elaborately set yeah probably uh then like it's they're gonna have the camera setups for it anyway this should take terribly long to have chevy chase sit in front of a laptop look down stand up (laughs) Hug Abed, and that's the scene, and you just shoot it when you're shooting the finale. It's fine. Was was this filmed in a studio or was it like Scrubs, or it was actually filmed in a actual building? Um, the show, the show, the show as a whole. I think, I think it was a studio, right? It was in a studio, yeah, because okay. it was yeah. like they were near Glee. Also, um, worth noting, actually, maybe counterpoint to that, this was the f- the last 
episode filmed for season three. Uh, so they didn't okay. have subsequent episodes. So this one, even though it airs before there you 21 go. Sure. and 22, sure. that makes this it is hard. the last one. That makes so it hard. Well, then I, I guess think... the lesson is film your most important scene first. Or don't work with people like Chevy Chase, who <laughs> just like don't want to work with people. That's the thing. Like Maybe you had to go this, to the bathroom. I don't this know. This isn't I don't the judge first him. time that like we've heard like of issues with Chevy Chase sure. on set, right? Like he even got separated from the cast for a lot of the season. As like a he result- got lost yeah he just walked away he was like oh i got, got stuck in a closet like somewhere an affair for like you know mom mom yeah it's just it's just one of those things where like he just seems awful to work with and uh, granted again we talked about this on the the patron only podcast like dan Harmon has even said he's, he's obviously also very difficult to work with and in some ways um dan Harmon and chevy chase are two sides of the same coin yeah, two sides of the same coin. Is that right? Um, and that they they're both like self-interested. They're both like very self-centered people. Uh, they could be a little bit of egomaniacs. And so like butting heads is kind of natural when you're very similar in that way. Sure. But at the same time, like I understand from Dan Harmon's point of view, like he's trying to make the best show he can. And that was a really important scene that completely gets has to be missed because of an actor refusing to to work, basically. Yeah. Um, so that sucks. I think the the other, I mean, I'm glad that we know about this alternate ending, right? Even though we don't get to see it, we can imagine that it would have been wonderful. Um, but yeah, it kind of stinks. But Cody, where do you land on the uh the ending that we do get? Are you a streets ahead or are you streets behind? I'm going I- behind. <laughs> You're going behind, Josh. I think I'm going to go slightly ahead. I like to go streets if that were a thing. Not a thing. Uh, not a thing. I'm going to go <laughs> slightly. I'm going to go slightly ahead then. All right. So ultimately, it's going to be streets ahead because I am also very, very slightly uh, ahead on this one. It's not like the best, but it's. I don't think it's behind. Worthy. Leaning back. Yeah. Leaning behind. Um. But yeah, that's that's, that's our episode. That's the um, whole episode. I- We've got a little bit of additional feedback in addition to what you had uh, read from Eric earlier in the episode uh, from Riley. Uh, Riley thinks this is the most overrated episode of Community. I know that's informing uh, my thoughts from earlier. Uh, Riley says, the episode feels out of place in its placement. That's how I feel about the episode as a whole. Feels like a concept episode for the sake of a concept episode after season two and how Pierce's reintegration into the group was handled in season three. I really don't like the attempted redeeming of Pierce. It feels out of character and unearned. I really don't like how the episode treats Abed. He feels like a cartoony version of himself here, falling in love with a video game character. It feels really exaggerated and overdone, especially after virtual systems analysis where Abed's character was developed quite a bit this season. This feels like a regression. Um, I think that I could sign off on most of that uh, personally. Um, I haven't seen these final two episodes yet. Would this play better as a final episode of the season? Or not really? Um... I think it's better served earlier in the season. Yeah, okay. rather than I think so too. Yeah, okay. Season. okay. Um, it's funny though, because uh, Josh, I did listen to the, the patron uh, version mm-hmm. of this podcast earlier today. And Riley obviously had very similar sentiments back then. Um, and you actually disagreed with him <laughs> the first time <laughs> around, which is really funny um, because I will say like, I, I disagree with Riley here. I think that um, I don't necessarily think we're trying to redeem Pierce in this episode I think we're trying to inform a lot of his decisions like explain his decisions I don't Mm. think that it redeems him as a character in any way because he's still doing the same like racist nonsense that he always does it's just instead uh, uh, you know saying this is why he does that right this is part of why at the very least he had a really crappy dad growing up um, and you know you learn a lot from your parents behavior not saying that's an excuse 
but it's certainly true for Pierce. Sure, sure. Um, and I also, I also very much disagree about uh, how the episode treats Abed. I think that like I like Abed in this episode. I have no problem with with yeah. Abed in this one yeah. mostly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll- Ahead, I, like, I, I like that this episode can just be watched in a vacuum. It can be watched as a one-off. You don't need to have the context of the rest of the season. Yes. I mean, I mean, you get some context of the characters, so you, you know some generalities of the characters, but it's definitely something you can watch as a one-off. And that's, again, that's why I'm a sucker for these types of things, because I really like to just sometimes just for turn an episode on without having to, you know, I, I have my, I have my, uh, I have shows on, on my iTunes that I just have it set up to random and it'll just pick a play a random, like big bang theory mm-hmm. or friends episode. And I just, I enjoy that. So that's why one reason I really like this is that you can just pick it up and watch it anytime without any other context. I think I, yeah. I, I hear that. And I yeah. think that that's why I probably enjoyed it more the first time I yeah. saw it. Cause it was essentially in a vacuum for me right now. I'm trying to see why everyone's so mad about what they do with Chang on the show. Uh, <laughs> like I'm trying to enjoy myself. Like, but where is here. the Chang? <laughs> you know, like I'm leaning in. Where is the Chang? Absolutely. That's where yeah. I'm at. I'm excited that next week is the first Chang dynasty. Uh, so that'll be great. But yeah, I think like I'm in the story right now, which is odd because I've talked about, in recent weeks or at least over season three like i'm taking the episode as it comes as the episode goes i really like the episode uh as the episode goes within the season i don't uh so yeah. that's that's what uh that's the the big difference for me on um on on this round yeah this um, this episode really does feel like a josh i know i'm referencing down the hatch again but like hey, uh you mentioned like uh, trisha tanaka is is dead this yes. feels like that that equivalent on community where if you take it out of its its run you just watch it it's a complete vibes episode like you're just you're just vibing with the show i'm not i don't necessarily think like every no no character besides maybe pierce obviously is getting like character progression necessarily but like i don't need that like we have plenty of episodes that are good for that i think like this totally like cody said you throw it on on a random day it makes it makes your heart like a little warmer it's great i love it yeah um april said i love pixel art because it translates to cross stitch very well and i remember the early days of reddit building journey to hawkthorn I, del- I downloaded the early versions and remember playing the first few parts because I'm terrible at video games and couldn't get past enemies. All the different costumes people made for the characters based on other episodes were so cool to me, and I've cross-stitched at least three of them. Uh, so people tried to turn this into an actual video game, apparently. Yeah, and apparently April tried to play it. Um, if fun. you are, uh, you should become a patron of, obviously, Pusher Recaps for a whole litany of reasons, but one of which is uh, in our Discord, uh, April posted a couple of photos from like their them celebrating. She had a friend over to like watch this with like this was a huge event for community fans because they were doing the back to back to back episodes um and uh yeah i love i've seen some of her cross stitch work too for the characters and it's really fun totally agree pixel art works really great for cross stitch so uh i I loved this from april all right let's do some meow meows i was pretty easy this week everyone was like kind of like equally good or bad at the video game i felt like and everyone had a funny moment so just being generous everyone gets a four this week this is kind of lazy uh except for abed who i gave a 4.5 because he is able to master the video game code uh so as far as it goes for me he gets that extra 0.5 worth noting i think this is the same for the two of you zero points awarded to chang or the dean because they aren't yeah, here. They're not here. Yep. Yep. Uh, Cody, what'd you do with your meow meows? Yeah, I, I did the same thing. Everyone got a four. I actually gave Abed a five just because he was able to master it. He did a lot more with the video game than I could probably ever do with the video game. So I, I can appreciate that. I gave Pierce also a five 
which is probably very rare for Pierce to get. I just felt there was, especially with this being a one-off, there was a lot of growth here. He gave the game to um, uh, Gilbert. Gilbert, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Right there. yeah, so he gave the game to Gilbert, let him have it, and Gilbert's able to go and and you know take Hawthorne hot hot technologies and, and advance it more than Pierce ever could. So I really appreciated that. But yeah, and then a battle for Chang and Dean. Yeah, uh, Jess, what'd you do? Yeah, I'm a little higher than everyone else. I just, I really love this episode. I gave mostly everybody fives, um, except for Pierce, who got a four and a half, just because anytime he's racist, he, he brought a gets, gun to the get, game. Yeah, he brought a gun, which I don't like guns, and also sure. he said racist stuff. So, you yeah. know, you get you get minus points for that, Pierce. That's fair. But everybody else gets fives. I thought they were all amazing. I think that everybody has an individual moment to shine in this episode. Um, so even Jeff, even Jeff gets a full five for me, which is also pretty rare. I don't, I don't care. I don't usually tend to care for a lot of Jeff. Digital stuff. Uh, winger speech better than non-digital winger speech Nah, i think he's had a lot better speeches than that okay, one fair enough, fair enough yeah um but uh update on our character rankings this is really interesting so britta still maintains her lead by seven points she's still up there however tied in second third and fourth was i guess all tied for second place are troy annie and abed which is pretty wild i don't know that this has happened right now it feels like it's a race for second place uh yeah, for sure. we've got We've got one. Uh, well, we're going to reveal it, I guess. Uh, we're we're doing we're doing the next two episodes of Community Season Three as a single podcast. Jess, yeah. are we gonna? Does that mean we're gonna have ten meow meow beans to award across those two? Or are we combining it as one? I up to you. What do you want to do? What I think you it's probably do? most fair to do the two episode meow meow beans for consistency's sake. Uh, if we were to combine them, then it would be very hard for Britta to lose at this point. She would That's have to do true. really poorly uh, in these next two episodes to not be the winner. But with 10 meow meows apiece, and it's just going to be you and me on these next yeah. two episodes. So I guess 20 meow meows total mm-hmm. up for grabs. Things could change. Like if Troy and Annie and Abed, if they have like next level episodes and Britta's just a clunker, then she will have been in the lead for a long time, only to only to Britta in, would in Britta the final episode of the podcast <laughs> in season three. Uh, yeah. So that's the that's the those are the stakes going into the final season three community building episode next week, which will yeah. be uh, a, quite a time here on the Internet. Yeah. And there's quite a big gap between Troy and Abed and Jeff, who's next with, uh, gosh, it's what, 17 points below. The, the winner is going to be one of Britta, Troy, Annie or Abed. There really isn't another option. I think mathematically, yeah. no, uh, mathematically it's not it's is. not possible yeah. for it to be anybody else at this point. But it is mathematically possible for Britta to Britta, Britta this still, which uh, I really like. Honestly, uh, you know, really let's not that make synergy. this a self-fulfilling prophecy, but it is a, it is a possibility. Yeah. Um, all right. Dean's list points. Sadly, no Garrett. So no Garrett to give Dean's list point to this time around. Uh, Jess, you went for Hilda. I did. She deserved a shout out. She lost both her parents yeah. in sure. a freak fire. Yes. She's she she's part of the reason they saved the day. She mm-hmm. produced a lot of Abed babies to help out. Yeah. So I just felt like she earned it. You know, give sure. her some credit. I'm going to give it to Gilbert. I'm easy. I see Gus Fring. I give Gus Fring a, a point. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Can I split my votes? This is not how this works, Cody. <laughs> you know the rules. And you know I'm a stickler, and I'm not going to let you do that. You got to uh, one. Yeah. I, I guess I'm going to go with Hilda then uh, okay. on mine. I want to give the uh, the 8-bit character her, her due. Uh, did this, did the, did the babies, did that remind you a lot of like Temple of Doom? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. There's some Temple of Doom vibes there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hilda. Hilda has two points on this list now. Okay. 
Uh, good for Hilda. Yeah. She yeah. went through quite a journey in she, this episode. She birthed so many babies. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So uh, many. That's yeah. control C, control V. And a lot she of knows everything. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and she knows everything. A She's lot of copy smart. pasta. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. All right, so rating the episode in the cools. Jess, you already said you're a full four mm-hmm. on this one. Um, I'm a little lower, but not by much. I'm a 3.7. I really liked the episode quite a bit. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed this episode. I think it just gets dinged a little bit for me in placement. Uh, like, it just, you know... You know what, Jess, as we always say, to paraphrase down the hatch, community building meets you where you are. Uh, and where <laughs> we it, always say that. Where it where it where it met me this week is like, oh, I wanted to like get back into the story this time around. So we should have had you watch this at like 3 a.m. And then I know I did watch it earlier it today. I wasn't zany enough. Oh. Yeah. Wasn't feeling loopy enough. It's okay. Uh Cody, what did you do? Uh I gave him uh gave it a 3.97. Uh, I would have given it a four, but I wanted to ding it a little bit just to have the decimals in there. I mm-hmm. want to throw chaos into it a little bit. Yeah, we love the chaos. Yeah. Uh, the royal we, we certainly love chaos. Yes, yes. That's yes. what they say about me. Yes. Uh, I'm so audience, laid back and relaxed. The audience is a 3.75. Okay, so I don't feel <laughs> terribly off from the from the pulse of the nation. No, here. I'm. here's the thing. I'm not used to feeling like the one who is so different from how the audience feels. And I don't like it. I like to be in line with the audience. I love to be voice of the people. And I don't feel like voice of the people this week. I feel like I'm much higher on this episode than than most of the people. All I will say, plenty of people who did send in fours. Um, so it's not that. It's just because we need, you know, send in your send in your scores. The less, again, it's math. The less data we have, the more each data point counts. So, um, but yeah, so current community average- at postshowrecaps.com. That's community yes. at postshowrecaps.com. Uh, so currently standing at a 3.85 overall for this episode, which is going to put it just narrowly above Curriculum Unavailable, our last episode. Um, it is fifth overall out of 20 episodes currently. Okay. Uh, Cody, does this feel right? Is this a top five episode of season three for I, you? I, I think so. Kind of looking at the the top five or the remedial chaos theory, that's obviously one of the greatest episodes on community. Pillows of Blankets. Uh, yeah, Lupine Urology, which I'm glad you all explained that one when, oh, when you all came on because <laughs> that made perfect sense when you explained it. So yeah, I, I mean, I didn't know, yeah. you know, I'm just an over here like the doy. I have no yeah. idea what's going on. Uh, yeah. And then regional holiday music. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a proper placement for it. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think so too. Like if I had my way, maybe I would even, I still think I might have it in the placement that it's at at number five, but I would maybe bump up the average to like a 3.9. You know what I mean? Have it a little bit of a tighter race between this and regional holiday music. Sure, sure, sure. But um, I'm, I'm right. picking this here. Okay. Well, top five, we'll see if either of the final two episodes is able to get close that's what we're gonna do next week we are gonna watch both the first chang dynasty as well as introduction to finality as the next episode of community building as we wrap season three which is all we promised to do back Mm -hmm. in the day when we launched community building in the first place so is this an introduction to finality in its own right jess to be continued dot 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 hmm we will see uh what happens next week cody thank you so much for joining us where could people find you remind everybody what you got going on do all the stuff absolutely so i'm on twitter at cody l patterson you can also find our podcast on twitter at agt time pod or our website agt time again we're we just finished season 17 of america's got talent we had the 
uh, second place finisher on our podcast last week. So that was real exciting. Uh, our uh, My co-host Jay and I got to go see some America's Got Talent live and in person. So, so we talked about our experience going That's and fun. doing that. He actually got to go see a live taping. I went and saw uh, the show in Vegas. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. A few, a few weeks ago, we had uh, the great Sarah Ferguson on as a co-host. Uh, so she did great uh, as well. And then again, we're getting ready to start up our resume, our season four rewatch. So if you're if you're a fan of America's Got Talent and you want to follow us along, please, please follow us. Uh, we'd really, really appreciate that. Amazing. Uh, also, I'll be on Boy Meets World, I think, next Ooh. week. Yes. 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 That's, That's synergy, baby. Great segue to tell us what kind of shit the 90s is teaching you and anything else you got on PSR right now. Yeah, so lately, honestly, the 90s is teaching me that Topanga has terrible, terrible fashion sense in bridesmaid dresses. Like, truly horrific. Like, I need to bleach my brain to not ever think about the bridesmaid dresses she picked out again. Um, But for Dawson's Creek, we're learning all about the college years. And, you know, you need to do what it means to be sexiled. Uh, we're learning about that. Hmm. Um, so just a whole lot going on over on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. Follow us at Shit 90s Pod. Uh, we have a ton of uh, bonus content coming up. Goofy Movie 2. And then, of course, we're getting into October. So spooky season it is. Um, and then, of course, you can also hear me covering Reboot here on Post Show Recaps, the new Hulu sitcom really really enjoying that show much more than i thought i would it's a really fun sitcom it's reviews you know, like have a, been kind yeah people really like it the cast is really really good and even some of the stuff that wasn't necessarily working for me in the first few episodes i feel like they're course correcting um in, in episode four um so really enjoying that covering that with adam h over um over on that podcast and we're we're having we're having so much fun we're getting on all it. sorts of tangents but it is a great time i believe um, it uh, yeah so check out that podcast too. awesome super fun uh plenty of stuff happening here on post show recaps follow at post show recaps on twitter you won't miss a single thing and of course subscribe to post show recaps wherever you get your podcasts you could subscribe to the community building feed only if all you want is community or you could subscribe to the main feed you'll get every single episode of everything uh ratings and reviews greatly appreciated as well you want to get episodes of community building early you could sign up at the patreon postshowrecaps.com slash patreon or patreon.com slash recaps at any level you like with all of that said next week a double tap on the first chang dynasty and introduction to finality a double header as we close out season three and perhaps community building forever <laughs> we'll see i don't know anyway cory b take us away this is a show in season three if you didn't know we included the dean wiggler and jazz here till it ends meet up to pass or fail with all of our friends The brightest timeline's here to shine The way community building is here to stay Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.